Hi, my name is Jenny June Kishba, and I'm a nurse on a mission to help prepare first-time expectant moms for the fourth trimester. Grab your cup of coffee and listen into stories shared by moms like you about their own postpartum experience on Instagram Live each week with just the right balance of encouragement and truth. Hello, my friends, and welcome to this very first podcast episode of Postpartum Coffee Date. If we haven't met yet, my name is Jenny June Kishba, founder of Hello Jenny June, where I am on a mission to help first-time expectant moms be prepared for the fourth trimester. I created this podcast because I want to help expectant moms get a glimpse into the fourth trimester because it's something that we simply do not talk enough about. So this week, I was fortunate enough to have an interview with Erin from Motherhood's Beautiful Chaos. You will definitely want to be listening in to hear how honest and open she is about things that so many people don't talk about. Postpartum rage, um, not having enough milk supply, and you'll get to hear about one product that I highly recommend that Erin actually doesn't like. I can't wait for you to hear the whole episode. Oh, welcome, Erin. Thank you so much for being here. Having me. Yes, of course. I am really excited to have this conversation with you. And like I mentioned, just like we're having coffee at a a little coffee shop together, this is going to be really laid back. I messaged um, Aaron before. I said, I'm just showing up in my hoodie. Don't feel like you have to be fancy or anything. These are going to be pregnant and postpartum moms who are in their comfies listening and watching this. So (laughs) good for us to be comfortable too. So I would love to just start out by having you share a little bit about yourself. Feel free to share a little about what you do on your Instagram page. And then um, kind of where I want to start is where you are at in postpartum. I am six years postpartum. You're a little bit newer to postpartum than I am. So I'd love to hear about your kiddos. Okay. Well, I have three boys. I have Carter is six and a half. Landon is four. And then Aiden is four months. Okay. I'm old, but new. Well, yeah. How old did you say your oldest is? Six and a half. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you've got, you've got some in, yeah, you've got a little variety there. So, but four months, I mean, that's still. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I need to share our story. So I, and I don't remember when we started following each other somehow, you know, just through Instagram, but then I ran into, we ran into each other in the Target parking lot and I was getting you were finishing up shopping and I was getting my girls out of the car I'm like wait a minute I know you from Instagram I'm like wait I know you (laughs) it's a funny little celebrity moment when you're recognized (laughs) at your local target you got to start disguising yourself I mean these people are going to start recognizing you everywhere Bought now. Yes. <laughs> awesome. So, I mean, it's up to you if you want to kind of talk to, to your more recent postpartum experience yeah. or maybe have some stories from each one that kind of stand out. I and mean, I know for me, each of my postpartum with my two girls was so different. Lately. So, and I know for some moms that'll be helpful because yeah. I do have some fathers who um, are curious, like, okay, I had my first baby, postpartum was hard, but it's going to be like the second time around. So, really, however you want to share is good. Yeah. Um, so, let's start out by talking about um, those early weeks. What did those feel like to you, as you can remember? I mean, some of them, you're still in some ways in those early weeks. The first uh-huh. four, I mean, you're still in it. So, I feel like they're really hazy. It's just in this, even with all three of them, it was just like, 
a whirlwind like you're you're joyful you're you're happy you're you're sore you're sad you're tired it's just like a complete whirlwind of emotions each and every time absolutely hmm. yes it is so true and yeah it's changes from minute to minute honestly it really does yeah and do you feel like that was pretty consistent with all three yes yeah yeah um with my first um i feel like after i had my first that was probably my hardest transition yeah um i definitely i struggled with postpartum depression mm -hmm. um i struggled pretty hard the first time around the second time i felt um i felt more prepared and like i i knew what to expect so like i knew like once i started going down that hole i'm like eh, no time to do something about it and then the third one I'm at, it was actually probably my easiest transition. Okay. You're pro, right? <laughs> Couldn't say that. <laughs> um, may I ask how what your signs and symptoms for postpartum depression were? Rage. Rage. Okay. Hey, yes. I'm so glad you said that because this is one of those symptoms that not a lot of moms talk about or they're very um, ashamed about, right? So, yeah. So, was that was it more towards the baby or anybody who uh, definitely not the baby it was more towards just like in general life like eating i would just like get angry or if like he wasn't sleeping i would just get angry i actually have a really funny story i actually broke our granite sink in our old house in our kitchen i took a giant chunk out of the sink because i threw a glass into it oh. i didn't break the glass though <laughs> that's impressive i know that is yeah. impressive. giant chunk right out of the kitchen sink so every time you saw the sink you're like there's a reminder of well we had to fix it because it was like it, you could see right through the sink oh okay like damaged it completely yeah okay. we had to fix it and we we were moving we were in the process of moving it happened like right after we sold the house my husband was not happy oh dear oh no oh. yeah that 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 is a story that would stand out <laughs> yeah we can laugh about it now but not so yes. much not in the moment exactly oh man do you feel like with each time that rage decreased then or do you just feel like the second time you I knew like how to deal with it like a symptom for me um that's kind of always been like my coping mechanism i guess sure how to like cope with it like when i had my first when carter was born mm -hmm. i just like know why i was so angry yeah yeah it's so hard and again when it's not talked about no it's not then people are just you think there's something wrong with you right so then oh um how did you find out that that was a part of postpartum depression did you have a friend or my sister was like, hey, I think you, I think you have postpartum depression. So I, um, I talked to my doctor, I got on an antidepressant and then, then I started seeing a therapist. Okay, good, good. I'm so glad you had those uh, resources. Yeah, it took, I had, um, with my first postpartum anxiety and OCD and it took nine months, um, before I realized it was actually funny just today on Instagram, I saw someone 
a nurse post about like she noticed these symptoms in her patients of like obsessively checking things and I, and she's like they think there's nothing wrong with them but I know what's going on and now that's how I feel I'm like yeah I had no idea uh, I was Carter was we were in our new house so we had to at least spend four months I want to say he was five or six before I actually like took the steps to get the help yeah yeah. I mean, and it's hard too. like in those early days, it's like you're just trying to get through every day. It's like you can't imagine having time to go talk to a therapist and go make it like even even like a phone call to schedule an appointment is overwhelming. And some yeah. of those early overwhelm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that's yeah, that's really hard. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. that. Yeah. So would you say that's what was the most challenging for you then? The, that rage or? Just trying to like cope with that was definitely the most challenging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and would you feel just with time and your hormones balancing out, then that just kind of naturally resolved? I mean, well, and medi- I know you went on medication too, but I, I definitely kind of like a combination. Like realizing my triggers and like figuring out what I need to do so I don't go down that path again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And are there, I mean, did you find any support groups or anything? Are there any specific um, to? I found a bunch online that really helped. And honestly, that, I mean, say what you want about social media, but it, it, it really helped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. There's a lot of great, I mean, the postpartum accounts. I'm thinking yeah. of that. I like, I see their little icons and it talks about the things no one talks about postpartum rage, postpartum OCD, those things that people don't realize, overstimulation in postpartum, those sorts of things. So, yeah. Well, good. I'm glad you were able to get connected with some that way. Um, were you, are you aware of um, Postpartum Support International? I, Was that any of Oh, okay. I was just, they have a lot of like, um, subject specific okay. support group, but I didn't know if that was one of the ones that you got connected oh. with, but no, just through social media, really? Yep. Yes, that's awesome. Well, that's great. I know there's pros and cons to it for sure, but that's a big benefit. Yes. Yes. Oh, good. Awesome. Um, what was something that you didn't expect in postpartum? Um, I don't know. That's a tough one. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I did not expect that rage, um, but I think I just didn't expect to like always be so busy. Like, yeah. all the, like, even, like, with my first, and then, like, obviously, with the second and the third, it just increased. It's, like, you're always mm-hmm. busy. All- always. Something, yeah, always. I know. When I'm teaching my childbirth classes, I mean, you try to give them a glimpse into what things are, but you really don't know until yeah. But I always tell them, like, when we're talking about, like, get your breast pump ready, and I'm, like, get everything out and wash. Like, I don't have to do that. What's that? Get everything ready beforehand yes. so you don't have after. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, I know you're busy now because you're working and all this. I said, I promise you are going to be busier once the baby comes. <laughs> and that's just one of those things they don't, you just don't understand. So yes, busy, busy. It's just, it's 20, I mean, it's 24 seven. So yeah. Yeah. That is, um, that's true. It's how, until you kind of get into your rhythm and routines, which can definitely take some time and it looks different for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, all right, Erin. So what do you have a moment that you wish you could relive 
and maybe there's one for each of your kids, kiddos, whatever one stands out to you, or if you want to share a couple, that's fine. Oh, it's like the like the first like newborn stage because you're you're so tired, you're so sore, you're so so tired that you just want it you want it to be you want it to go over and then now I'm like oh wait a minute it's done like I don't have a newborn anymore yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Like, it all does go by mm -hmm. I know you're just mm -hmm. soaking up all those moments and it's just like I want the baby to sleep and then you blink and it's like ah. I want the baby and then you sleep but now you're not you're not a baby anymore <laughs> yes I know, I know. Yeah, and it changes. They change so quickly in those early days. Yeah. Oh, I know. I, mm -hmm. I have my daughter. My daughter. Can you hear me? Okay, it was breaking up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Breaking up. My internet's real bad. I'll try to turn it off. No, I'll leave it on. Last time I did that during live, it didn't work. <laughs> oh, that's okay. No, it's fine. It, we're, we're, we're good. Okay. Um, my daughter just turned eight um, last week. And so I always oh. find myself like looking at baby pictures around their birthday and I'm just like looking at these pictures of the tiny newborn and just like I can smell her like the newborn smell on uh, her like the photos uh -huh. yeah and I'm like oh it's so soft and warm yes yes what we would give to just have time holding them in the like as a newborn again and the older you know as they get older it's so much fun too all wonderful but yeah those newborn days are extra special for sure yes so what is something you would want to be sure a pregnant mom heard before having her baby? Um, I'm going to say the advice that someone said to me when Carter was like, Carter was born, do what is best for you and your family. And that might be different every single time, but you need to do what is best for you, your family, and your baby. Because at the yes. end of the day, that's all that really matters. Um, Oh my gosh, yes. And it's so overwhelming because there's so many different opinions. So yeah, it's just like, if this is what's working for your family and your baby, go with it. Okay. Even if someone else is telling you, this is what worked for me. Oh, really? You should do this or whatever. Yeah, whatever is working. Absolutely. I think that is very good advice for sure. And I remember my mom even telling me like, do what's working today and that might also be different tomorrow or like next week that's and that's okay too. bias yeah mm -hmm. because as like a fixer i was always trying to like figure out okay what yeah. like kind of get ahead of it about why this yeah yeah why is she not sleeping why is she spitting out more all these things trying to figure out but really it's just like it's just these baby days yeah we'll just do what we need to do to get through them yeah mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's good. I'm going to have to write that one down to remind moms because, you know, moms are always looking for words of wisdom. Yeah, that's a really good one. Um, okay, let's talk practical things. So what are some products that you bought but didn't end up using? Are there any that come to mind? And this can be like for yes. postpartum or like baby stuff too. Um, we, I bought the breast friend pillow thinking that it was going to be amazing and like it was going to like be better than the Bobby. I hated it. It was bulky and awkward and it's just like sitting in our, our storeroom and it, I used it like twice and I'm like, I hate this. And I have a Bobby now and we, I just use the Bobby. Wow. Okay. That's really good to know. Cause I 
personally love the best friend. Really? But yes. No, so yeah, just I like it for the newborn days when the babies don't have a lot of head control. But if you're like when I was curled up on my couch, I would prefer the boppy than I can like we we use them um like like when I'm teaching moms um to like new moms who are looking for lactation support will use those pillows and like they're sitting like office you know like kind of like office chairs or whatever with a little stool and for that it works well because they're kind of in a chair but I can see if you're like trying to be curled up on your couch it is it's bulky so yeah okay that's good to know though good to have another opinion about that awesome and so you you just stuck with the boppy good old boppy good old boppy yeah oh okay good that's just another opinion to have do you and you are more breastfeeding like in your bed in your couch right like that's on your couch longer breastfeeding but when i was yeah i was like on my bed or in my couch and it was just it was just more comfortable with with the boppy yeah yeah i can i i can get i get that if you're not if you're more curled up like that oh good anything else before I, about uh, products or that the one that stands out that's the one that stands okay. out yeah um how about let's see were there any products that you didn't buy and then ended up buying in postpartum so like in pregnancy maybe it wasn't on your registry and then i don't think so nothing sticking out yeah i, I know yeah. i feel like i I'm over prepared, so I got all the things. And um, I, you know, once as the baby grew, then I feel like I started getting like, oh, this is a, a you know, a developmentally appropriate toy for this age or this age. And then I started buying things. But yeah, for postpartum, I probably had too many things. Yeah. <laughs> for that, that one. Yeah. Um, what were some of your favorite things to have for postpartum, though? So, like um, your own products. No, um, I used, I had a C-section, I had three C-sections, oh, yeah. so use that binder. The binder they give you in the hospital, use it. And ask for it if... Ask for it, yeah, yeah. I, I, we all, I misplaced it, so every time I went back, I had my other babies, I'm like, can I have another binder? Because it, it really does help. Yeah, it's good. And you use that same one from the hospital, you know, for several weeks, it's not yeah. like you bought, like, transition into a different one. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, that's a good one to have. Um, do you feel like your recoveries were easier or harder each time after having each C-section? Harder, to be honest with you. Yeah. Like, um, with Carter, like, the, the birth and the C-section was all pretty traumatic. Like, I was, I was laboring. We were getting ready to, like, possibly start pushing. And then his heart rate would go in in spurts where it would decline. Mm-hmm. But we could always get back up by moving into other positions. But at one point, it wasn't going back up. So that's when they brought me in for the emergency C-section. So like his his birth, I feel like, and that's like the SparkNotes version. Yeah. So his birth was like traumatic, but my recovery honestly was easier than it is or was this time around. Yeah. Like I, I am recovering from the third one did the first and second okay and what um like how how many 
I mean, you're four months now. Like, how many weeks do you feel like you were at before you really felt like you could do uh, all the physical do? Probably closer to, like, nine or ten. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's kind of what I would expect. Yeah. Like, not back to normal. Like, I'm still, like, I can, I'm still numb, kind of. It's, like, it's a yeah. really sensation to describe if you've never had a C-section. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, my, like, midsection is still, like, numb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that happened with each delivery. Yeah. Or more. Yeah. Or okay. so with one than it did with the other one. I don't know if it's because I'm older or it's because like I did more right off the bat when I got home from the hospital because I had two other kids to take care of. But I definitely right. had a harder time this time around. Are you doing that um, like massage on the C-section site? I feel like I've seen different videos of yeah. things that they and <laughs> I guess my husband like, can you rub my C-section scar? <laughs> <laughs> the things we do once you get married. <laughs> uh, and then, I mean, just for moms who aren't familiar with what C-section recovery looks like. So, I mean, you weren't driving for a couple of weeks, probably. You weren't yeah. lifting anything heavier than baby. Uh, baby, which was hard to do when you have yeah. two other children. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Played into it being harder this time around was just, I was doing more. Yes, right. Because you can't just put your feet up and relax when you have other kid hosts to take care of. I I wish. Yes, exactly. Wouldn't that be nice if it was that way? Yeah. Um, So any other just final advice that you want to share or things that come to mind um, about your own postpartum experience that you'd want to share with any of the listeners? Um, Just go to do what's best for you and your family. And Mm -hmm. if you feel like something might be wrong, like if you don't feel good, like if you feel like you're going through postpartum depression, get the help. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And on the note of doing what's right for your family, do you have any, I know uh, postpartum is oftentimes when moms have to start practicing boundaries. <laughs> do you have any good tips for setting boundaries with people who have strong opinions and you? Um, just tell them that this is what you're doing and why you're doing it. Yeah, I, mean, I know. Oh, it's really hard, but like one of the ones that I, I, I sometimes still struggle with is I, I have a very hard time producing milk. Mm-hmm. I did with all three of them. So by the time all all of them were like three months old, they, they were on mainly formula. Mm-hmm. And I could always feel that like shame and that judgment, mm-hmm. but know that I was doing what I needed to do and what was best for me. Yeah. yeah. Well, because, I mean, I work with so many moms who try to pump and like pump whatever they have left. Huh bring the baby to the breast and formula feed. That's triple feeding. That's it's not, but yes. It was it's not awesome. sustainable. No, no. But I, and what I was getting at or getting out wasn't, wasn't worth it. No. And at the end of the day, I can't, I can't do it. No. And then that weighs on your mental health. Also spending all that time with the darn pump. Are you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you came, um, you came to that. I'm sure, 
I mean, I know it's not easy because I, I know moms sometimes grieve that or struggle. I definitely did. I didn't intend on it. I'm like, I'm going to breastfeed. It's going to go great. I'm it's going to be so easy. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. Oh, I'm sorry. I know. And that's the thing. That's another thing. That's just, I always joke in my breastfeeding classes. I'm like, all we know, like all you're kind of exposed to about breastfeeding is like, a woman in a field of flowers holding her baby and breastfeeding like at a poster right and you're like perfect i can't wait to have that experience <laughs> not not what it's like i know it's hard it's hard i mean it's like up to 100 percent of moms need help with breastfeeding like 80 to 100 and yeah it's it is it's challenging so thanks for sharing um about that just because yeah i know there is you know, moms feel sometimes feel shame around that, and they should. I always no, they shouldn't. I know. I always tell moms that I'm like you, yeah. Wh however, your breastfeeding journey goes, I you, I want you to feel supported no matter what happens. Exactly. So, because yeah, everyone's body is different. Yeah, all percent that I just can't produce. It was like it was like drops. Like no, it wasn't drops, but it was like two to three ounces a day. And wow. it was, yeah, yeah. Mm. so it's like, uh, I'm just done. Absolutely. No, you don't. Yeah, you can't let that. <laughs> you can't spend all that time pumping for the oh. And it was, but it was to do with, with, with Carter because, like, I didn't have anyone else to, to care for. But, like, it was just not good this time around. So, okay. Well, good. I'm glad you were able to come to that, and I'm glad you're, it sounds like you're at peace about oh, it, so. Yeah. Good. Good. Well, yeah, thank you for sharing that. So moms who are listening, just know that that is, I mean, it is something that can happen, that your your yeah. milk, your, you don't have enough milk supply, or um, for some moms, your milk doesn't come in, you know, not as common, but certainly, certainly can happen. Yeah. So it's good to be aware that that's something that can happen so that you know to um reach out and ask for help for sure um, and find a supportive community too yeah, yeah. <laughs> i can do that <laughs> oh follow erin on instagram <laughs> she'll help you <laughs> awesome well erin thank you so much for your time of course uh, me you want to share i mean because not every mom who's going to be coming on is has like a public instagram but because you do if you want to share where they can follow you and a little bit about what you share about before we um uh, turn this off for the evening you can feel free to do that yeah um you can follow me here on instagram it's motherhoods underscore beautiful underscore chaos underscore um i talk about all things motherhood and then i talk about all things autism because my oldest was diagnosed with autism when he was two two years old okay i was gonna ask um yeah. how okay yes and i almost missed that less underscore when i was making the little I it's actually my second page. My first one got hacked, and I, I can't get it back. Oh, no. How long did you get that one for? Oh, like a couple years. I was, like, close to 10K. <gasps> oh, I'm so sorry. I think I would cry. I I was pretty I was pretty pissed. I'm still a little salty about it, but... Yeah. I've made new connections, so that's how I look at it. Like, I've made yeah. new connections. I've met other people, so it all worked out okay well oh, good well and this one will keep building up too so yeah <laughs> yeah thank you so 
your time. And thank you for being my very first podcast guest. That's very exciting. Yes. <laughs> thank you so much. I appreciate it. I hope you have a great rest of your night. Thank you. You too. Thanks, Sharon. Again, a special thanks to my friend Erin. Go give her a follow, motherhoods underscore beautiful underscore chaos underscore. She is just as open and honest on her Instagram as she was on this podcast interview. Did you enjoy this episode? Would you like to help more moms be prepared for the fourth trimester? Then if you could leave me a review, that helps to get more eyes on this podcast, and I would truly appreciate it. And if you're interested in being interviewed and sharing your own postpartum story on this podcast, go ahead and send me a direct message on Instagram, or you can email me at hellojennyjune at gmail.com. I'm looking forward to hearing from you, and I'll see you next week. 